Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. The Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Episode number 113. The Open Gate Sometimes I'm walking on rainbows Sometimes I'm locked underground But if I hear you say it's all okay There's nothing compares with that sound I'm lost but now I'm shape that I'm in God help the shape that I'm in Just come back to me I'll be yours for free I'll do all the good I can do It's just that I need you Julia, over here! Julia, over here! Abby saw her mother emerge from the gloom. Oh, I've been so worried. She ran into Abby's arms. What are you doing out here in the rain? Oh, it's just a little drizzle. They began walking back toward the shanty. Julia wore a waterproof poncho and hat. I... I couldn't find you. Ah, everything's okay. Better than okay. <laughs> I feel better than I've felt in months. <laughs> Maybe years. <laughs> Mom, I'm so sorry I keep scaring you. But Dad's right. We're all together back home. Let's be grateful. I know. Ever since I saw you on TV, I knew things were going to work out. I could see you care. I do. More than I can say. They stood in front of the shanty, all in shadow. No light shone from the windows. Where's Sonny? I came up here with Junior. He needed Sonny at the open gate. And we should get there before the rain hits hard. You'll be soaked. They headed down the path now slippery in the rain. Oh, Chris left early, too. Dinner doesn't begin for at least an hour. What's the rush? People are nervous. It's this business with the governor declaring a state of emergency for Rivergate County. Junior has a plan for this evening to bring people together. Julia was leading the way, walking as fast as she could down the winding path. Sorry to hurry, but there'll be a crowd tonight, and they want me on kitchen duty, and I need time with Abby and a nice mug of hot cider. They came out on the road and turned left. Abby heard her father breathing hard and slowed down to walk with him. 
I think I'll stop at home for a while, though. I'll bring you some rain gear. He turned off the road and up a small lane. Thanks, Dad. Listen, I really mean it. He faded into the shadows. Abby caught up with her mother, who was really pushing the pace. They saw the closed bridge to their right and took a left up the wide road to a large wooden building with many windows beaming with light. The open gate was a six-sided building, just one story with a very high ceiling. On the inside it was mostly one huge room, a hall full of tables and over 200 chairs. One side was walled off to accommodate a couple of offices, a storage room and a kitchen with a cafeteria-style long window for serving food. About 30 people were milling around, sitting at tables, talking, and setting up the evening's activity. Let's get a hot cider. Julia took a tray and two mugs of hot cider and introduced Abby to an older woman at the cash register. Thanks, Margie. Just give me 20 minutes and I'll relieve you. Oh, that's all right, dear. Don't worry about me. Talk to your daughter. Glad to meet you. Abby followed Julia to an empty table where they took a few sips of very hot cider. Abby was dripping from the rain and wiped her head and neck with a couple of napkins. So, what happened to Dad? Abby felt her heart beating too fast, but couldn't take the time to relax. She knew she had to hurry. Her mother moved breathlessly from one thing to another. He told you then? About the heart attack? He says he's been ill and that he's much better. It's true. He's much better, but still not so good. Tell me. Oh, about two months ago, I returned from work and he was back early, complaining that he'd strained his left arm working with the wood chipper. I thought it would get better soon, but it only got worse. He kept saying he felt no pain just his weird feeling. When he threw up, I said I'll call an ambulance, and he said, No, no, it's nothing really. But I called anyway, and we were both in the boat to Middletown Hospital in no time. They took an EKG and rushed him into the operating room and then clogged an artery and put a stent in. He was much better after sleeping off the medication, almost like nothing had happened. But the doctors warned me about the medicine he would have to take for the rest of his life, and the restrictions on his activity. Part of his heart has been shut down for hours. It would be a very difficult adjustment. It has been that very difficult. Did he give you that thing? The map stick? Yeah, we were speaking about it when you arrived. Thank God. He's been obsessing about it. Since he can't work, he keeps getting it out and studying it. 
talking about what it might mean. Blaming himself for God knows what. He just goes on and on about it. Abby put her hand on her mother's hand and held it. It's okay now, Mom. I understand it. Let me deal with that. It just had to be this way. And he's done the right thing. He's satisfied, and look, you've got a new home. Or your old home back again. You've been here, what, four days? Already you have jobs and friends, and you've got back to me too. Isn't life kind? Her mother had tears on her cheeks and wiped them away. Let's cheer up. Dad will be here soon. No, he won't. He'll lie down and maybe sleep for an hour. He can't take a full day and a lot of socializing. But I do have much to be thankful for. Pastor Banks has been helping me. I'm glad to have my old church back. I could never really get comfortable with anything in Ridgewood except my job. And look, you've got your job here. It's almost the same job I've had 15 years ago. Except I'm much better at it now. I learned a lot at the Ridgewood Market. They had a ship-shape office there, all up to date. Sonny was desperate for help when we arrived. This county is not run in any normal way. Sonny's worried that the governor's office will pressure him for an audit. And try to show that we're incompetent or something. I can really help. As they were speaking, people kept arriving. The chatter of conversation was all around them. The tables were filling up. Julia looked back at the long line that had suddenly formed at the cafeteria. They need me. Margie's been at it all day. And she's too slow for this crowd. Go, Mom. I'm proud of you and Dad. Her mother hugged her and dashed off. Abby was thinking. Okay, that went well. Now what? Abby looked around the room and saw familiar faces. Isaiah, Ishmael, Pastor Banks, and Sarah Williams were all at a table nearby. They smiled and waved to her. Callie was playing with some electronic equipment at a table in the front. Sonny Walker was talking to a young man who Abby recognized as his son, Junior Walker. And then her eye was caught by the stare of a young woman her own age, sitting alone at a table in the back. Abby had a clear view of her and felt a moment of mutual recognition. Hmm. Thick black hair and high cheekbones. And that gentle smile, the cheerful look. Where do I know her from? Time has flown by. Where it goes, you can't see 
when you were a child It seemed like yesterday The years have gone by Like an afternoon at play How do I long for Your glowing face Like a love that I have lost be the keeper of the world we love and can it last forever in the life above long ago you asked me how can I know when it's all over where does it go I just can't leave it to the winds of time I will hold it in my heart wherever I may be down the line I'm torn apart I'm just one of many Living with an aching heart Please give me peace Before I'm torn apart I'm one of many Living with an aching heart. Trillions of living things are everywhere around. Our lives are all planted deep into the sacred ground. There's everything to love and everything to fear. It's planet Earth in the universe and nature lives here. It's planet Earth in the universe and nature lives here. It's planet Earth in the universe and nature lives here. It's planet Earth in the universe and nature lives here. And nature lives here.